Hey, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. If it's your first time, thank you for stopping by. I don't know how you heard about me, how you heard about this podcast, but I always say I don't believe it's by um, coincidence or happenstance that you were able to um, log in and download this episode today. Um, I believe God has something that he wants to share to your heart, that he wants to refresh your soul with. And I just pray that you receive that and that your heart receives what what God wants you to have. Um, This podcast, you know, it is about refreshing the soul. And um, I just want to just give you a little background of where I came up with that. Um, One day I was get rushing to get my kids out of the house for school. Um, I looked at the clock. It was about a couple of minutes before um, I had to wait in a car line. So if I got there early enough, I could drop them off um, at the entrance. Um, but if during a certain time, they close it off, you have to go through the car line. Well, the car line is insane. There's usually a lot of cars out there. You got to wait forever um, until, until you can drop off your kids. So I'm sure if you're a mom, dad, whoever's listening right now, and you've had to wait in the car line, you understand the panic I had at that moment because I was trying to avoid it. And so um, I look at the time, I start panicking because I had like a few minutes to get out of there. I'm making the kids peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And um, I start yelling out to them, hey, we got to go. Do you, do you have, did you brush your teeth? Did you wash your face? And there's some, yeah, no, I have three kids, by the way. Um, and I'm, and I'm, I'm yelling this out, right? And then I hear the Holy Spirit say, rest. And I'm like, what? Did I just hear? No, I, um, I don't think I heard that. You know, so I play it off like I didn't hear what I heard. And um, I yell, I, I put the peanut butter and jelly knife inside the dishwasher. I remember throwing it in the dishwasher and I yell it out again. I say, hey, did y'all, you have your backpack? You have a homework? You know, we got to go, we got to go. And um, they say something, but when it, right when I'm done, I hear the Holy Spirit say it again, rest. And it's so loud and clear. Like I could not, you know, deny it. I heard it. And so I'm frustrated because I'm trying to get out, but now Holy Spirit's telling me the rest. And it's like, what are you talking about? So I I say, I was like, God, what are you talking about? How can I rest when I'm trying to get my kids out of the school, out, out to school right now? That's how, that's how I responded. Right. And so didn't hear anything else. Got the kids out to school. Um, got to work but the entire day I just could not get that word in my head because I'm like why why was God telling me to rest especially during the most busiest time um during my day I'm thinking about this word rest all day and then um he brings back to my remembrance this um series my pastor did on rest so I go and I look for the journal where we did the series because I journal everything and um I find it And one of the first scriptures is, and I'm actually, let me read it. It's um, Psalms 37. I believe it's Psalms 37 and seven, right? And I'm going to read it in the New King James Version. It says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. So that word rest, um, and it, it, it breaks down into like five different 
meaning. So I'm looking up the Greek word of rest. I'm like, like rest. And that word rest means to die, to be still, to quiet self. And so I started thinking back to the day, like when God was telling me to rest, he was telling me to quiet self. And that's when the Holy Spirit blew up this word. It came alive to me. And he said, I wasn't telling you to go lay down or take a nap. <laughs> he said, I was speaking to the loud anxiety in your soul and telling it to die, to be still, to quiet itself in you. Because it's not that um, rest is not about um, disturbing you and you know, stopping your rhythm of what you're doing. Rest is a place. It's a place that we work from. It's a place that we operate from. And so if we're doing things from a place of anxiety, if we're doing things from a place of jealousy, insecurity, fears, then we're really not living on the life that God sent his son to die for it. He said his son came so that we may have life and life more abundantly. What type of life and life more abundantly is is to deal with um, anxiety, to deal with fears, you know, and not that there are things that may, you know, make us nervous, but to be operating and living from a place of fear, you know, the word said that that does not come from God. He does not give us the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and a sound mind. And so we have to be able to stop and check ourselves. Where am I operating from? Am I living from a place of rest? Am I showing up um, in motherhood to my kids from a place of rest, from a place of peace, from a place of confidence in God, stillness in God? Um, and sometimes we may need to be still, you know, take some quality time. I say sometimes, honestly, all uh, a lot of the times um, we are missing stillness with God, which is causing us to um, be chaotic and have all these things running around in our soul that we don't even know because we haven't spent time in his presence. It says rest in the Lord, be still in him, wait patiently from him. And so, um, we could be showing up in, in all different types of ways um, and working and living, um, existing out of a place in our soul that needs to die, that we need to learn how to quiet self. We need to learn how to, to, um, to silence it. That's another thing. Rest means um, to be silent. And so um, I don't know if it's anxiety for you today or what it is, but we want to speak to that place and, and we want you to have rest there. And so how do you have rest? Well, Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, which is another scripture. Um, and these are scriptures I actually used in my 30 day devotional called rest for the soul, where you can go and purchase on Amazon, but I'm just giving you a kind of a foundation of where this podcast come from. Um, Matthew eleven twenty eight. Um, Jesus is talking and he's telling you how you can get, how can you rest? How do you find rest? It says, and this is NLT, it says, then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. So one, we know rest comes from Jesus. It comes from God. Verse 29, take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. Here, Jesus is saying, listen, take my yoke. You may be yoked to something else that's causing you um, to feel heavy, to feel weighed down. And if you think about that yoke is that wood piece, that harness on, that sits on um, two animals' necks in order to pull this cart 
right? And so we all have something to pull. We all have something to carry to that God has given a responsibility in our life. And it could be, it could be motherhood. It could be your business. It could be um, ministry. It can be whatever. It could be all of the above. And yet we may be yoked to something that is causing us to operate in a way where we feel like all the strength has to come um, from us. We can never say no to anyone. We have to say yes to everyone. We're people pleasing, maybe because we're yoked to something in our past um, that we're, we're in bondage to, and it's causing us to pull all this by ourselves. And here in verse 29, Jesus is saying, listen, take my yoke upon you. So you still have to be yoked to 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 this to this thing to get to Jesus you still got to be in it um we still have to show up you know but it's what we are yoked to that's going to determine on how we're going to show up and so he's saying listen yoke yourself to me get in me get in my word get close to me get next to me know me let me teach you some things let me teach you how to run your business let me teach you how to be the mother that I called you to be let me teach you he said because when I teach you I'm humble I'm gentle I'm not harsh. I'm not heavy. I don't, I don't make it a religious obligation. He said, I'm gentle at heart and you will find rest for what? Not your bodies, but for your soul. There's something deep within you that needs God's rest. And you're wondering why you can't sleep at night. You can be resting as much as you think that you, um, you are, but you're still waking up tired. Why? Because your soul is not at rest. You're sleeping, but you're not at rest. And only one, Jesus can give us rest. We get Jesus rest by learning how to live and do things the way he says to do it. And last verse, verse 30, for my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. There's still a responsibility. There's still his will in the earth that we have to do. He said, but when you learn from me, you understand the place that you have to operate out of and how to do that with me right? Because we take on his yoke. He's with us carrying this thing. It's light. When G when it begins to feel heavy, when it feels like it's too much, we need to pump the brakes and say, wait a minute, God, I just need to make sure you're, st I'm still doing it the way you want me to do it. That I'm not pulling more than what I should. And that you're with me. Is there something that I'm not doing that I should be doing? Is there something I'm doing that I shouldn't be doing? Or is, is it how I'm doing it? Like, God, I need you. And so this word rest in the scripture also means refreshing. And so while Jesus said, I'll give you rest for your soul, he's saying, I'll give you a refreshing for your soul. So here is this podcast, Refreshing for the Soul. We want you to discover all these different things that could be weighing you down, weighing your life down, that's preventing you from being um who God created you to be you know and I um my heart is is just overwhelmed and for that so much so because I was her I was she she is me <laughs> you know weighed down by insecurities anxiety fear um and for me it's it really I mean I believe God began to deal with me long before that time where he spoke to me about rest. Um, he dealt with me with my, um, my insecurities, my, um, jealousy, my, um, my lack of confidence in myself and beating up myself and condemning myself. Um, he had started ways before that 
when I began my relationship with him, but now he kind of like put a word to it on what it is and it's rest. I've learned how to have rest for my soul. And even now, as I continue to journey with God, I'm still learning the places in my soul that still needs rest where I'm not yoked to him. And I'm, I'm learning to have that in him. And God has in a beautiful way, used this podcast for me to share those experiences with you, but share how he's teaching me right? How I'm learning from him so that I can have rest. And so each month there may be a series and sometimes it may be just whatever it is in that moment, but I really try to hear from God and be led by God on what he wants me to say. And it is always from this authentic, transparent place, because I know what it feels like to feel alone in what you're going through. I know what it feels like to feel like you're trapped, you're stuck, you don't know how to get out. Can I get out? Does anybody know this? Anybody feel this way? You know, and being and sometimes having the fear of being honest, you know, about it because afraid of what people are going to say and how someone could turn it back on you. They can hurt you with those words or beat you or even beat you up. I've had that before. Been honest, transparent about my my feelings, my insecurities. And um, while some people may look at it as, oh, correcting in love, it's like, no, you're, you, you're, you're diminishing my feelings. You, you, I'm feeling like you, you don't understand, like you're not saying anything to me that's building me up, but it feels more like you're tearing me down. I, I get that place. And so I believe this podcast, I know this podcast, I know that God has um, put me in a place where he wants he wants you to fill his heart. He wants you to know that he fills your heart. Um, and I want you to know that I feel it too. And I get that sometimes it's not easy, but I'm gonna tell you with God, everything is possible. Um, and for this month, we're talking about my hiding place. And uh, it's, it's, it comes from a place of where, you know, honestly me feeling, um, not being able to feel safe around um, people and um, I'm not not very trusting all the time and I've had to really um, sit with God in that to really pull back what is where is that from why do I feel this way why does this trigger this emotion from me and um, what does God have to say about it and one of the scriptures that God um, led me to was actually Psalms 32 and 7 Psalms 32 and 7 and it says, and I know it by heart, but I want to read it. <laughs> um, so it says, for you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. And so I've been meditating on that scripture for almost two weeks now. Um, it's been a scripture I open my morning up with. I write it down. I write down the words that come alive to me in the scripture. And I, um, you know, I just let God speak to me and um, I asked him, what do you want to show me in the scripture today? And I'm telling you every day, God, um, he shows me something different. And I kind of want to share that with you this, um, this month. Um, if you're feeling, if you, if you don't feel safe, you know, to be you, maybe it's that, you know, um, last week we talked about where do you hide? And I know sometimes we can hide behind anger because anger is kind of, is an easy emotion to feel and operate and act out of than it is to be honest with your true feelings. It's easy just to get angry and frustrated than to say, you know what, I'm scared or I'm hurting, I'm in pain or I'm uncomfortable. Um, sometimes we hide in isolation. 
from people. We feel that um, we're protecting ourselves by not being around other people or being too vocal with people. And then we, car we, we, we will still paint it with the scripture while well, I'm guarding my heart. I'm guarding my energy. I'm protecting my spirit. And I get that. You're like, man, when I'm around this person, I, it evokes this type of energy out of me or this spirit. And you got to kind of back up and be like, wait a minute. <laughs> so you're telling me this person or these people, you know, um, has have that much control over you. And I'm not saying that people are can't be influential. Like we shouldn't. I'm not saying you should just surround yourselves around any crowd. I believe Holy Spirit will give you discernment on, OK, this is not the right atmosphere. This is not the right person. This is not the right crowd. That that's different because you're, you're, you're protecting yourself because of, um, what, you know, doesn't feel right in your spirit because of the treasure that you know, that you have on the inside of you It's different to guard yourself in that capacity and that, and that from that perspective, than to guard yourself from a fear perspective. Sometimes we will guard ourselves because we fear what will be taken from us. We fear what will be exposed um, when we are here or when we say this or when we do this. That is guarding yourself from a place of fear. And God, he does, he's not confusing. He's not going to say on one end, I haven't given you the spirit of fear, but then on the other end, tell you to guard your heart. So we have to look at the, what is the place that I am protecting myself at? What is the place that, why am I hiding here? And so um, I also um, said that sometimes we may hide behind having to know everything. You know, that's dealing with that look, that trust issue. And that's kind of where I, I started noticing things in me when it um, comes to knowing certain things. I'm like, I'm asking a lot of questions and even in, it could be in relationships, it can be in whatever. And it's like, but why? Why do you have to know? If you don't know what's going to happen, what do you fear happening? You know, um, and I, you know, I would say we really have to become soul aware to know um, that, dang, you know what? I, I'm asking a lot. I do ask a lot of questions and I do feel, um, I do feel fair. I do feel scared here. Um, and then bring that to God. I had to like say, okay, God, uh, this is how I feel. And this is, and this is what I'm doing. Help me. How should I be looking at this? Am I looking at this wrong? What is this coming from? And, you know, Holy Spirit, <laughs> he will show you the root. He'll show you what's going on in, in you. And I tell you, um, a lot of times the reason why we hide is because we are afraid we hide because there's something we don't want to be shown. Um, there may be something we don't want to come out. Um, we're afraid of being hurt. Um, and I think even with Adam, you know, when he was exposed, when he, well, I, I shouldn't even say exposed, he, him and Eve was already walking around naked. They just, their eyes were, they weren't aware of it. You know, glory, they, they, they were um, protected by um, the glory of God until, you know, Eve believed this thought and went and was disobedient. And be, and from that she hid. So hiding from God, hiding period, some there there's a it came really from the root of it came from sin it really came from sin the fall I would say even from the garden from back then but um hiding you know if you listen to Adam you know God comes out and said well where are you 
He's not saying, where are you? Because he, because God doesn't know. We can hide from God. <laughs> Let me just say that we can hide from God, but God still sees us. He still knows where we're at. He knows where it was going on in our soul, you know, but he needs, he needs you to see that you're hiding, that you're, 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 you're trying to stay away from me. You're trying to keep yourself from the presence of God. Um, and here, you know, he asks Adam, well, where are you? And Adam says, um, Adam responds with the fact that, you know, hey, he, he hid because he was afraid, right? And so God's like, well, who told you that? And so that's what I want you to, I want to ask yourself today. We have to get to the root of where this thought, where this, this feeling that you're feeling, where did it come from? And um, if you, and, and when he said that he hid because he was afraid, he, it's like, okay, I'm doing this thing, but I'm doing it because of the root of fear because fear resides in my soul. And so we have to really ask our question, okay, why am I afraid? And who said that? Who meaning, where did it originate from? Where did that come from? Like what, what happened? What happened to you that caused you to change or, or caused you to think in a way that you felt that protection was in, it was in anger, that you felt that this was the way to respond to keep from falling apart. You know, we have to really get to the root of what is, um, what happened to us that is causing us to think that unforgiveness is, is safe. That if I don't let go of this thing, then I, you know, hey, I'm good here because I'm not going to let that happen to me again. You know, uh, whatever, whatever that is, you know, um, my heart is that we allow God to refresh our souls in a place of where he shows you why, where it comes from. And then, okay, this is my truth. And this is my perspective. And this is how I want you to think. And this is how I want you to speak over your soul. This is how, this is what I want you to say when that thought comes up. So it's like, I, I want to take this like layer by layer and take our time in this because I know that feeling um, safe and feeling comfortable is very important to the woman that I'm talking to right now. I get it. We did, we're just not going to easily let someone in. We're just not going to easily be like, okay, I shouldn't hide. I shouldn't show up this way. So I'm just not going to. No, that's not how it works. So with God, God showed me, okay, for me, you have these trust issues. You're fearing. So what I want you to do, you got to get, you got to turn to me and trust me, make me your safe place. Don't try to focus on what you need to hide from. Hide in me. Find safety in me. So with this scripture, Psalms 32 and 7, I've really been just like choosing to believe that God is my, excuse me, hiding place. Choosing, choosing him um, to be the one that I trust, to be the one that, um, that I can confide in, that I can confess what I need and it confess what's on my heart and then to hear what he has to say like making the decision that I'm going to try God in this area of my life I'm gonna I'm going to though I'm feeling this and I'm scared to let this part go and I'm this can be whatever it is for you um instead of focusing so much on that let me find safety in God because what I'm starting to realize, you guys, is that the more that 
I trust God and that I find safety in him, the more um, confident I am in speaking my truth, speaking my feelings, speaking my vulnerability. I'm not hiding behind um, excuses. I'm not hiding behind you know, someone having to know every little thing of how, uh, like they have to understand, you know, because I'm afraid if they don't, then they're going to see me wrong or they're going to, you know, leave me or they're going to not like me. It's like the more that I'm finding safety in God, I'm telling you, it's such a real thing that I'm saying to you right now. The more that I'm choosing to trust him and claim him as my hiding place, that he's the one who protects me from trouble, that he won't let harm come to me. I'm that safety in him releases this um, place in me to have to protect my own self. When I say I fi I'm finding more confidence, but it's like more of a boldness and more of a courage to speak honestly, to speak vulnerably without feeling like I'm going to be attacked or I'm going to be hurt. And I'm, and, and again, I'm not focusing on trying to be vulnerable. I'm trying, I need to be more honest. I need to be more open. No, I'm just like, God is safe for me. He is the one that I'm going to choose to trust. He's the one who loves me. He's the one who, who's going to take care of me. Who's going to protect me. It's like, I am hiding myself in this word. So anytime that thought or that fear or whatever it is that comes up, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this word comes up in me. I said, no, God is my hiding place. He protects me from all trouble. He surrounds me with songs of victory. And so, um, as I was saying, I really wanted to peel back this, this scripture. And one of the words that came alive to me one day was you so look, look at, listen to David. David's like, for you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. His focus is not, it's not on all the things he was hiding from and why he was hiding. He didn't stay in that place. He, after he, after he gave God that place, he confessed that place. Um, and I just encourage you go back to last week's episode, um, where I talk a little bit more about David's story before we got to verse seven. Um, but when he received this love, this forgiveness from God, it's like all, it's like the attention was just, it's on him. This is, it's on who he is. Doesn't matter what I'm af afraid of. Doesn't matter what I was scared of. Doesn't matter the guilt and the shame that I carry. Like, no, this is who God is. You are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. So I just dare you to like, um, shift your, your, your mindset, shift your thoughts, shift your heart to who God is. And if you're saying that I don't know him to be that way, guess what? First of all, if it's in the word, that is who he is. And God wants you to fully experience him. And so we fully can experience, um, this love, this God as a hiding place. When we truly confess those fears, when we come out and say, Hey, God, this is where I'm at. This is, this is what's going on in me. Not that he does, again, he knows where you're at, but we still can be trying to hide it from God and we can hide it from him by not telling him nothing. He knows hiding from God doesn't keep it from him. He knows, but you're, you don't have intimacy. 
intimacy with God. And I'm telling you that intimacy with God is how you create that trust with God. And when you create that trust with him, you have that safety. You feel protected. You're not going to feel protected in a place where you can't trust. And you can't trust something that you don't know. And you can't ever know something if you don't ever try to experience it. How can I experience the safety of God if I don't give him something to, if I don't give him something of me to feel safe in? We have to give him that vulnerable part. David gave, gave him a place of, of guilt, gave him a place of shame. And God in return gave him forgiveness. What will you get if you give him your place of fear? You give him a place of what, whatever it is that's keeping you from, from um, uh, feeling um, more free to be you in front of people. What, what would God give you if you gave him that? So how do we get rid of fear? Well, one, yeah, we have to give him that. And I just want to back up what I just said about fully experiencing God, because um, that is what we need in order to move from a place of fear to this place of love, this place of where I'm not allowing fear to reside in me because there's something I've received in exchange that casts all that out, that expels all that out, right? So let's go to... 1 John 4 and 18, and then we're going to be wrapping it up. 1 John 4 and 18. I'm looking for it. Okay. It says, such love has no fear. So before that, the verses before is talking about how God, God is love, right? And how um, his love grows more perfect. Right. So, but it talks about this love, how God is love, but his so God's love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. So again, verse 18, such love, what love? God's love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. Perfect love. What do you mean by perfect love? This mature love, this love that has really fully experienced God. Um, it has no fear. If we are afraid, if we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. You fear something is going to happen to you. If you're still afraid, it's because you fear something, something hurting you, something attacking you, something being done against you, harm coming to you. And this shows that we have not fully experiences love. Some of us may have tapped into some of God's love where we believe that God loves us, but you haven't fully experienced, meaning there's some places in you that still hasn't experienced the love of God. And God wants you to experience his love. And I'll tell you for me, in that place of trusting, trusting someone else, um, I'm having to allow God into that place so that I can experience um, his love. That love needs to be matured. It needs to be um, uh, perfected. It needs to be experienced. So no, it isn't something that's gonna happen overnight <laughs> over me meditating on a scripture for a couple of days. No, it's something I have to fully experience. I have to fully allow myself into it to feel what I feel, but allow God to um, give me something in that in, in return, in exchange. 
and understand that him giving it, giving whatever to me um, is love. And honestly, God already, God already gave us like the, the, the best thing that he could ever give us. And that was his son, his life, his life. He died and nailed all this stuff to the cross because he loved us. And yet and still, he brought his Holy Spirit here to help lead and guide us um, to truth. And this is the truth that he led me to. Like, hey, you need more loving in this place of where you still fear. And that's my that's my 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 heartbeat for you um, today is for you to understand that if you don't want to be afraid, if you don't want to operate out of fear, um, one, you have to experience God's love because it's only his love that's going to expel all this fear. That's why I say, man, I noticed that, you know, I've been meditating on the scripture, but I've been receiving and really like experiencing this safe place with God. And that's a loving place. I, I, I truly do feel loved by, I feel protected that no, nothing, <laughs> nothing can harm me. Like I'm good. And if, even if this looked this way and this feel this way, it's like my mind, I was like, well, some type of way God have to work this out. Some type of way God's going to show me, or he's going to, he's going to make this happen. He's going to change that heart. Like, I just don't, I can't settle now just on what I see. I settle now on what I know, who I know God to be. That's why I love that David was like, for you are, you protect me you surround me. It's about God. When we begin to make um, our, our I, I, oh, oh man, I wish I could remember what someone said. And you probably heard this quote too. Like when you tell your fears to God, like how God like, is a great quote and I can't get it. Maybe I'll put it on my social media if I find it. Um, but y'all just go on there and, and, and check out Facebook, Instagram. I'll have some posts up this week um, in relates to this um, this podcast episode. But man, when we, when we, if we can minimize our fears and really magnify who God is, you will start to experience this safe place in him to where again, it's really his love that is casting out this place of where I used to, um, think twice before I said something. Now it's like, I just say it. And, 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 and I don't say it behind um, all these words. So because I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to go, I know I, I, I just get right to it. Like, you know what? No, I'm, 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 I, I'm, I'm in pain. I, I'm hurting. I'm not okay. Like it's getting easier. And I'm like, like, man, I'm how, where is this you know, confidence, where is this coming from? No, it's actually, um, I'm finding safety in God and I'm abiding in him and I'm finding his love and love in that place. And it's expelling, it's casting out the fear that I used to have to not show up that way, not to be honest with who I am. And, and that fear of being punished for who I am, fearing that, oh, if I, if I say this, I'm going to be punished. I'm going to be told this or whatever. And it's like, now it's like, I'm not even thinking about that. And if, if I do, it's like, again, my, my, my thought process is like, listen, I have to be who I am. And even if I'm wrong, guess what? God, he corrects us and he corrects us through people, but it says it's because he loves us that he corrects us. So now even being corrected, it looks different to me. It looks like love. It don't feel good. <laughs> 
but it doesn't look it doesn't look like something I should be intimidated from. It doesn't look like something I should be afraid of. It's something that I'm like, it's because he loves me. He doesn't want me to stay like this. So I need to know this. So I just, man, I really, um, I encourage you to be honest with God about your fears, um, but to also choose to see him and magnify who he is then your then the things that you are afraid of and just learn to like make him a safe place a safe place where yes you can tell god everything that's going on with you and even if right now you're like you know i don't know about all of that i i but i can start here in this one thing start with that one thing you know it could be something in your marriage it could be something with your kids maybe you're not ready yet to deal with you but you're like i have this situation god come to him with with that that thing god's like ready <laughs> he's ready <laughs> he's already saying where are you he's ready for you to say here i am <laughs> here i am because god already knows where you're at you've been hiding tucking it away trying to deal with it on your own trying to protect yourself god's like daughter <laughs> you don't have to protect yourself I, I'm, I'm not going to let anything happen to you, but I'm, I'm the one who you have to find a safe haven in. I'm one that you have to find safety in because if you try to do it all on your own and you're trying to do this out here, guess what? You're, you're, I, I give you free will. You're, you're allowing yourself to, to, to get in that relationship. You're allowing yourself to say those things, like you're doing that, you're thinking you're protecting yourself. And there's some things you could be keeping yourself from. And there could be things that you're putting yourself in. And God's like, man, if you find like safety in me, if you come to me with those things and wait for, for my voice, wait for my answer, wait for how, wait for my love, like how, how, I, how I can reveal to you my love, you would make different decisions. You will say, you may say some different things. You may say the same thing, but now um, from a different place. Again, that rest, when we have that refreshing, it's from the place that we live out of. It's from the place that we we show up and as, as again, a mom, a woman, you know, a, a woman, a daughter, a, a entrepreneur, whatever, um, whatever role that we have, a wife, like God wants you to, to exude his love in that place. Um, there's so much more that I could uh, talk about, but I don't want this to run too, too long. I want you to stick with me for the next couple of episodes as we continue just to talk about um, our hiding place and how making God our safe place how that changes the way that we show up, how that changes like even our, our confidence because you know that you have someone protecting you. And um, I say this with so much, um, man, I say this with so much passion and confidence, but I'm gonna tell you guys, I, I didn't always feel this. I, and even now there's some things that I'm still having to like, God, I need you. I'm still having to repeat like, you are my hiding place, God. You are my hiding place. You are my hiding place. You're the one who protects me. You protect me from trouble. You protect, you know, there's still places where I'm just like, God, this is not easy for me. It's challenging the place that I, I, um, I feel I'm going to be punished. You know, it's challenging that place. And I know that if I'm feeling this, it's because I need your love here because it's his love that expels fear. It's his love that casts out those places that um, makes you feel that you're gonna you, you're gonna be attacked or you're gonna be punished, and 
here's the thing. There may be some times where you being you, you showing up and whether you're a delight, you're peaceful, you can be whatever. And some people may not like that. <laughs> some people may have a problem with that because they're not, because really that's what they want and it exposes who they're not. Um, guess what? People may attack that place. Some people may be jealous. You still have to have the confidence and the love on the inside of you to be able to still show up and be you and love that person regardless. We still need God's love in that place of fear because it's his love, I'm telling you, that saves. When someone sees you loving them despite how they're treating you, despite how they are using all these tactics to attack you, to punish you, um, when they, if, when, if someone can see, hey, but she's still loving, guess what? Because I don't have a fear of what you're doing to me. It, it don't, it don't feel, it don't, I don't feel that anymore. I have God's love on the inside of me so much so that I want you to have it. So I'm not going to punish you. You see that when we have God's love, when we come from out of a place of feeling fear of punishment, we're not going to punish others. We're going to love them. We're not going to try to entice fear on them. No, we're going to entice some love on them, God's love. Um, and that right there can cause people um, to change, to turn around, even in your own marriage, even in your, your sisterhood, even in your friendships, whether it's your mother, your father, um, or your kids. Maybe they, they're needing that love and they're no longer needing you to punish them. They're no longer needing you to get angry and frustrated, but maybe they need you to show up in a way that God um, is showing up to you, a safe place. That's what people are looking for, a place where they can be who they are without judgment, without fear and punishment. And um, it's going to start with you, my sister. It starts with you. It starts with you, the woman in you. So let's show up to God by confessing where we're at, maybe what you're scared of, what's going on in your situation, what's going on in your life, was let him show you your soul so he can refresh it for you. We're here on Refreshing the Soul, where it soul care is self-care. I truly believe that soul care um, is truly um, self-care. So we're going to end today, and I usually do confessions for the soul at the end of the podcast and um today I just feel let, let's just pray we're gonna pray or pray sometimes it's confessions sometimes I feel prayer but I'm gonna pray you out and I look forward to seeing you next week all right all right dear father I love you I praise you I thank you for this day I thank you for this beautiful woman who's on the other end of my voice God she's listening to you she's wanting to hear you um God, I just pray that you expel every fear in her, Father, from your love, that she feels it deeply in her soul. She feels safe with you, that she can trust you, Father. Father, I just, I pray that there's a deep yearning in her to um, confess whatever it is that she's fearing, whatever it is she's afraid of, um, whatever, wherever she's been hiding, for her to even be honest to say, hey, I've been hiding, God, not trying to hide from you, but I've been hiding behind my anger. I've been hiding by not being vulnerable and telling and speaking the truth of how I really feel and what's going on in me because I'm afraid. I'm afraid of being punished. I'm afraid of being attacked. I'm afraid of being hurt again. God, I just pray that she spills it out to you, God, and then she receives what you have to say to her 
She receives your love, that she receives your forgiveness. She receives your, your safe arms, God. Father, I pray that they can really experience you in a real way, safety in a real tangible way, that there's nothing that can shake it. There's nothing that anyone can tell them to make them believe that they are unprotected, that they no longer have to look to man. They don't have to look, have to look to a bank account. They don't have to have to look to friends, uh, uh, the many, the amount of friends, man. I just hear that now. Some of you are looking for having so many friends to, so that you feel protected and safe, like you're valued, like you're someone. But God's saying, I, all you need is me. All you need is this one true friend because I'm the one who protects you from trouble. I surround you with songs of victory. And God, I pray that they can hear your, your sound, that they can hear victory, that they can hear you singing over them, singing that they've already won, singing that they've already made it, that they are new, that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, that they are protected by you, that they can, they're safe in you, that you won't let harm come to them and that they're never alone and that you'll always be with them and you'll never leave them, God. I pray, God, that they receive rest and refreshing for their soul, God. You know the place. You know what it is that they need. And so I lift her up to you, God. I lift her up to you, God. Have your way in her life. Have your way, God. As she opens up her soul to you, speak to her, God. And I pray that as she receives your love, she gives her that love back in her home, on her job, wherever she may go as she touches this earth. Let her be your hands and feet in it. She be a witness. She bear testimony to your love that expelled all this fear. We love you, God. We praise you. We acknowledge you for who you are. You are love. You are everything we need. And you are more than enough for us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. See you next time. Bye.